paid superstars. Hey, this is Wesley. Billion dollar version with another millionaire midnight rant. And tonight, I'm going to discuss my secret weapon as it relates to my confidence, okay? <clears throat> my secret to having exceptional confidence. Okay. How's everybody doing tonight? Did you miss me? Did you think I wouldn't chime in on tonight? Of course, I love you. Do you love me? Let me know. Hey, folks, this is Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin. Welcome to another Millionaire Midnight Rent podcast here where I go live every single night via my Instagram account to talk to people like yourself. They give all of you the opportunity to actually have some dialogue with a multimillionaire to learn some of the behind the scenes secrets of what it really takes to achieve greatness here. You know, what it really takes to not just have millions, but have freedom, freedom to travel with your family, freedom to go to whatever car dealership and purchase your car, freedom to go to any department store, whether it's Paris, Milan, and buy what you want, do what you want. To have the opportunity to make a contribution to your grandparents, grandkids, your mother, retire your parents here. That's what we're talking about here. So if that's what you're looking for, you're in the right place at the right time. It's all about just really increasing your entire quality of living. How many of you, how many of you if that's what you want? You know, you just want a better quality of life. Some of you in your 30s are still... You know, working hard or maybe you think that you should be further along in your career with your business here. Some of your 20s, you know, you're just starting out trying to figure out life. You know, trying to determine where you should go. Should you go right? Should you go left? Maybe in your 40s or even in your 50s. Sometimes you think that it's just too late to start over. But listen, it's never too late to start over. You hear me? It is never too late to start over. And, the, and it's never too late to begin to change some things about yourself right now. It's never too late. Okay? So I want you to know that. And I'm not here just to inspire you, <clears throat> to motivate you. I'm here to educate you. I truly believe that as people on this beautiful planet, what we lack is education. Not mentorship. We don't lack information or even access to it. We lack education. Being able to self-educate ourselves. To have a desire to go out there to absorb information. And be able to use the information to better our lives. That's what I did. Many of you know my story. How many of you know my story? I used to be broke. Skinny. Bad credit, in and out of jail, filed bankruptcy, okay, repossessions. Who can relate? <clears throat> Toxic relationships, okay? I didn't have any confidence. Like tonight, we're going to talk about confidence, but I didn't have any confidence, okay? I grew up on the south side of Houston, Texas. 
Cullen, Old Spanish Trail, Amita Janor. If you know, you know. So I didn't see opulence. I didn't see anything related to wealth. I didn't know any millionaires. Hell, I didn't know anyone that made $100,000. I didn't know any entrepreneurs. Everybody that I knew had a job. Okay? I didn't do well in school. As a matter of fact, I was the class clown. Dropped out of college. Went to community college. Dropped out. But now, okay, the same black young man that's speaking to you right now is worth $40 million. Yeah, you can go ahead and congratulate me. Thank you. You should be clapping your hands. Yeah, through all that BS that I've been through, failing over and over again, being fired, being terminated from jobs, starting businesses, losing out, losing money. Now, I'm worth $40 million. I'm not an athlete, okay? I don't play sports. I'm not a rapper. I'm not a singer. Sometimes, (laughs) right? I'm a business person, okay? I know how to start and mature companies and do well, okay? What that should tell you is that it doesn't matter what your excuse is and it doesn't matter what's happening right now in your life, that is still a possibility. That through your adversity, there's light. Okay? Does that make sense? Everybody give me a thumbs up. I want you to know that. And I'm talking from the top of my heart right now. I'm laying here butt naked in my bed. I just worked out with my son. My young king is here. He's getting ready to turn 18 in about, what, next week? Week after next? Had a good workout with him. That's why I'm late. I did some cardio. He's doing legs. And I had the opportunity to have a conversation with him while he's working out. I said, son, right now you're hurting because, you know, he does his own little workouts at home. But when he gets with his father, his father takes him to another level. To the point he was on the ground. He was hurting. I said, son, you know the pain that you feel right there? That is similar to the pain of persevering through the barriers of becoming a financially wealthy person. Now, at that moment, you're laying down, you're tired, you're hurting, your body doesn't want to move. At this moment, now your mind must take over. I said, son, what you're doing right now, you're working your body, that is similar to becoming wealthy. And the people that become wealthy are the people that get the body they want when they're feeling the most pain, the most intense pain. Some of you don't know what pain is. You think you know. Some of you don't know what pain really is. Pain is when you don't, like when you're working out, it's pain is when you don't want to do nothing else. It's the point that you say, I just can't. Everybody been there. I've been there. Man, I can't do it anymore. I can't. You must. I told him, I said, that's when, when you start thinking and the conversation in your mind, when it gets hard, whether it's working out, 
building your business, you're going to hear a voice. It's going to say, I can't do any more. When you want to just drop the weight, you want to throw the towel in, that's when you must. Does that make sense? That's when a mind must take over, ladies and gentlemen. Okay? I get it. Everybody on here has a story. They have their own unique story about what's taking place in their life. But the story at this moment doesn't matter. What matters is what are you going to do next? Are you going to fold? Are you going to say, oh, you know, I can't do this any longer. My son could say, you know, I'm done, Dad. I can't do it anymore. Nah, he won't do that. Why? Because I'm his father. You've seen me for the last 17, 18 years of his life. I don't quit. Never. Even when I want to, I don't. He's the same. He'll stay there until the workout is done. And that's what you got to do when you're building your business building a relationship, building a life, and developing yourself. You got to stay there until it's done. It's like a marathon. Everybody that runs a marathon doesn't finish at the same time. Some people finish fast. Some people finish slow. Some people finish when there's no one out there waiting. But what I want you to understand is it doesn't matter when you finish. All that matters is that you do. Okay. <clears throat> I didn't finish first when I made a million. I made a million dollars when I was 35 years old. I'm a late bloomer. But according to statistics, I did it fast because the average millionaire is 57 years old. I did it at 35. But yeah, you got some people that's doing it at 20. Some people in, as a teenager. But what I want you to understand, it doesn't matter when you finish. Some of you want it right now so badly, it doesn't matter when you finish. What matters is that you get it done. You got to be methodical about this. You got to take your time, be patient. Understand, just like building a body, a person builds the body that they want, that they desire. It's day by day. You hear me? It's just day by day. That's it. Years. All my gym rats know what I'm talking about. That shit is day by day. Pain, soreness, pain, soreness. Got to eat nutrition. That is an everyday conscious process. Same thing with your money. Some of you are like, oh, I need a job. I need a business. I need, a, I need to do something. Some of you need to learn how to manage the money. How do you manage money? Day by day. Comment below. Okay? It's day by day. Whatever money that you're bringing into your account every single month, every single week, every single day, manage it. I don't care if it's $2,000 a month, $5,000 a month, $10,000, It doesn't matter. How do you manage the money? How you manage a dollar is how you're going to manage a million dollars. Does that make sense? Some of you don't even need a business right now. Oh, I want to be wealthy. I want to take care of my family. 
You know, I want to do more. I want to travel the world. Well, learn how to manage the money that you currently have authority over. That's why you broke. That's why you're in debt. Your credit card bills are insane. Bad credit. Loans everywhere. <laughs> Student loan. College loan. Okay. <clears throat> I'm worth 40 million because I learned how to manage a dollar first. I know how to manage the money. How? Day by day. How do you build a company? Day by day. Every day. Which means is I'm focusing on the day rather than the result of the outcome. I asked myself, okay, Wes, did you work out today? Yes. Like, every, anybody that knows me, I don't like cardio too much, right? But I've convinced myself that I love it now. I could have just went to bed tonight. I didn't work out. I don't work out on Fridays, but I made a commitment to myself weeks ago. I said I'm going to do cardio 10 to 15 minutes even when I don't work out. All my days off, I'm going to do 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And I did it. Did I want to do it? Probably not. But what counts is the things that I do daily. Because the aggregate of all those things I'm doing daily, one day is going to give me what? Hello? A result. And that's exactly what's going to happen too. Thanks for the shares, guys. And thanks for tagging people on this. I appreciate that. That's exactly what's going to happen to you one day. Okay. That's exactly what's going to happen to you one day. Everybody on this rant that's listening to my voice right now is going to land somewhere in the future in their life. They're going to end up somewhere. The question is where? Where are you going to end up in the next five years? Where are you going to be? Well, that's determined by what you're doing right now in this moment. Do you not understand that? Your actions, your thoughts, and your beliefs accumulated over days, months, weeks, and years would eventually produce an outcome. Okay? It always will. You know, I mean, when I was building the companies, building the business, believing in myself, I did so much to be the man that I am here today. Created five vision boards. If you would ever visit one of my apartments, it was two apartments before this penthouse that I have now. Believe it or not, in that 700 square foot apartment, I had pictures, okay, that I would print out of vacation spots I wanted to vacation to. I had printouts of cars. Broke. Just like you're trying to make it. I had dollar bills all over my floor. I'm just telling you what I did when I was at your level or where you are currently here. You're in the grinding phase. I had dollar bills all over my floor in my living room, kitchen, and in my bedroom. Why did I do that? Because I wanted money. And since I wanted money, I had to get familiar with money because I wasn't familiar with it. 
Because when I would get money, I would spend it just like what you're doing. When I would get it, spend it, get it, get rid of it. I would get rid of money all the time. So I realized if I wanted more money around me, I had to get familiar with it. So I put money everywhere. So I will wake up with money. I will see money, sublimity every single day of my life. Does that make sense? Every day in my car, <clears throat> I had a broke down Range Rover. It was a piece of shit. Excuse my language. But I wasn't listening to music like you. You listen to Drake, Katy Perry, Taylor Swifters, Drakers, Little Wainers, Beyonceers. You listen to these people, right? I didn't do that for years. For five years, the only people I was listening to was Tony Robbins, Les Brown, True Story, Dennis Waitley, Jim Rohn. Over and over and over and over and over again. On repeat. I was, I was listening to and I was learning words every day. I had a CD, five, 10 of them. And I would learn a new word every single day. I was learning fit, like maybe like 10 words a day. I was learning words, listening to self-development every day for five years plus. Okay? I didn't play any music. It got so bad that when I went, because um, just like you young people, when you blast your radio, because obviously you want to hear it, you want everybody else to hear it too when you're in traffic. <clears throat> when, let me tell you what I used to do. <clears throat> I used to blast Les Brown so loud that the brother, it was this brother that pulled up to me. He said, man, I need to be listening to that too. He heard it, but he didn't change his radio station. He just said he should be doing it. I was listening to It's Not Over Until You Win by Les Brown. People thought I was crazy. <clears throat> I have three children. When they used to ride with me, Back in the day, in the broken down Range Rover, they were listening to Secrets of a Millionaire Mind by T.K. Harv. They used to make them suffer listening to that stuff. But when they was young, they loved it. When it was really young, because they didn't know what it was. And on that particular audio, <clears throat> T.K. Harv Ecker would say, now, now take your finger and put it to your head. And say, I have a millionaire mind. All my children would do it. They would scream it. I have a millionaire mind. I have a mil over and over again. Programming them for a program they didn't even know existed. That they're benefiting from right now. You get it? <clears throat> I read over 700 books. And self-help. Personal development. Human behavior. Psychology, marketing, 700 plus over those years. Traveled to cities and cities and states. Trying to learn what I didn't know. Spending money on credit cards, living on a credit card. You ever lived on a credit card before? I did it. Imagine living on a credit card, three children, 30 years old plus. Bad credit. But still persevering, still believing that one day will be my day. Still believing I have a breakthrough. Still working out every day at the same time as well. <clears throat> and now 
I get it. All those days, all those nights. Not going to the bars, not going to the clubs, not going to the lounges. Having no friends, literally. I didn't have any friends for like six, seven years, folks. I didn't have any friends in my life. None. It was just me. No women for two years. And if I was dealing with a woman, you know, it was just for entertainment purposes only. I'm being honest with you. I wasn't serious. I wasn't committed to nobody. I was committed to my dreams. You hear me? I was committed to my desires, the things that I wanted. I was committed to the things that I have right now in my life. I tell you that to say this. That even though you think it's not possible and even though it feels that it's not possible, come here. It is. Okay? It's possible. How many of you right now, if you're very honest with yourself, you're doing exactly what I just shared. <clears throat> what I just shared with you five minutes ago. How many of you are doing that exact thing? How many of you are in that phase right now? Which means you're sacrificing all the friends. You're sacrificing going to all the places, hanging out, clubbing, lounging, smoking, drinking, doing all the things that are debilitating to your wealth. How many of you are doing that? Repudiating, rejecting sex, repudiating pleasure even though you want it, but realizing that pleasure don't pay no motherfucking bills. Pleasure don't take you around the world. Pleasure don't buy you a brand new car. Pleasure don't put your children to nice colleges. Pleasure don't buy them new cars. Pleasure does not retire your parents. Hello? How many of you are right there right now in your life? Be honest. And be honest. How many of you have a vision board right now in your room? Like you got a vision board in your room right now. How many of you have pictures on your wall of the places that you will go to one day. You will be there. How many of you have affirmations written on your bathroom mirror of the man or the woman that you will eventually become? The money that you will earn per month. How many of you have done that? How many of you got the post-it note on your refrigerator reminding you of your why? Or why you want to be rich? Why you want to change your life? Why do you want to be this type of person? How many of you are there right now? Talk to me. Comment below. Okay? And I'm talking about no TV, no music. Protecting your mind, putting your mind in an environment that is almost impossible for it not to succeed. Working day in and day out. Working sedulously, tirelessly, every day with enthusiasm. You hear me? I said with enthusiasm. I didn't say working frustrated. I'm not saying working in the company or the business annoyed, stressed out. I said still working in the business or the company, enthusiastic, with a smile on your face. Even though you don't want to smile. Even though the bills are stacking, can't pay your employees on time, 
Still can't pay your bills, spending money. The return on investment is negative. But still, every day, you have a smile on your face as you serve your customer. Can I get an amen, please? Comment below. Okay? Still serving your customer. Still giving your best. Still believing that things are working in your favor. And I'm here to tell you that it is. Okay? It is. I'm here to tell you. Look at me. I know you can't see me, but look at me. Imagine that you can see my face. Okay? Look at me. Look at my eyes. It's working in your favor. It is. I know it don't feel like it. It is, though. It is. 100%. Because I've been there exactly where you are. I've been there. Sometimes you're like, man, I don't know. You're like, I don't know what's going to happen with this thing. I'm here to tell you that everything that you're doing is working in your favor. You hear me? It is. I know you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. But I'm there. I'm the light. I'm at the end of the tunnel. And I'm telling you that you're on the right track. Hell, you're listening to me, and it's 12.48 p.m. a.m. on a Saturday morning. Just being on this rant, just listening to this audio, to this podcast, tells me that you're serious about developing yourself and to the self of the person that you want to be. Okay? But tonight, we're going to talk about confidence. How many of you need some confidence? How many of you want some confidence? Do you understand that if you have confidence, there's nothing that you can't do? Almost nothing. People with stellar confidence, they're able to do the things they've never done before. They're able to do the things and do the things very well, even though they've never done it. Because they have confidence. And tonight, I want to teach you how to have exceptional confidence. Okay, in every area of your life. Me, I'm an extremely confident man in everything I do. Even the things I don't know how to do. I look confident. I speak confidently. Wouldn't you agree? How many of you believe that I'm an extremely confident man? I am. Okay? And what I want to do is educate you and teach you what I do to continue to sustain the confidence that I currently have, to grow it, okay? Okay? So listen, I'm going to keep this short, and I'm asking the questions at the end, okay? And I'm sorry I didn't give all of you a shout-out. I love you, though. I just want you to know that. Just in case I haven't said it lately, Wesley Virgin loves you. Can you say it back, please? Just say it with your lips. You don't have to comment below. Just say, I love you too, Wes. I love you too. Now listen up. So <clears throat> I thought about confidence. I thought about the word confidence, but I didn't have any confidence. And I was like, well, how can I get some? 
then I realized I didn't need to get confidence because confidence is not something that you get. Confidence is a process of thinking. Shit. People that have confidence just believe they can do things that other people just feel that they can't do. People with confidence, they think they can do everything. People with confidence, they don't think about the failures. They just think about the successes. It doesn't mean that they don't fail, but they just don't think about it just as much as other people that lack confidence do. People that lack confidence, they just think about the failure more. They think about, well, what if I mess up? What if it don't work out? What if I fail? Blah, 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 whatever. What if I get hurt? People that lack confidence. Okay? Write this down. People that have confidence, they're not looking for a guarantee. Individuals and people, listen, that have confidence, they're not searching for a guarantee. Okay? People love a guarantee when they buy things. Hey, this guarantee, 60-day guarantee, one-year guarantee, 60-day guarantee, 30-day guarantee, all your money back. They love that shit. Poor and average people love that shit. I mean, they do. Because they want a guarantee. The brokest people on the planet, they're looking for a guarantee. That's why they can't stick to anything in life. Because they want to guarantee they're going to lose weight, guarantee that the business is going to work, guarantee that the relationship is going to work. They want to guarantee for everything. Women, men, like, I got to guarantee that if I say this line at a certain time to her, she she gave me her number. <laughs> they want to guarantee. So they give me the right line. What do I say? Give me the right words to say. But exceptional people like myself, we don't need a guarantee. Let me tell you why. Because we create that motherfucker. Okay, exceptional people with high confidence. We create the guarantee. We don't need a guarantee. We are the guarantee, which means is whatever we do, we know is going to work. Does that make sense? Okay. Smash the like button if that makes sense to you. Share it as well. You feel those goosebumps kind of crawling around your body a little bit. Listen, we about to go deeper. Come with the word, go deeper, Wes. Listen, when I... When I realized I needed more confidence, I learned. I said, well, if confidence is nothing but a process of thinking, I just need to change the way I think about myself. See, your confidence is connected to your self-image. Your self-image is what you unconsciously think about yourself. It's not what you say about yourself. You know, you might, I might ask you, hey, tell me about yourself. If there's one word to describe you, what would that one word be? Right? Many of you might say, good person, kind, happy, hard worker, whatever. Me, I, I'll say God. That's how I think about my king. That's me. That's just, that's just how I think about myself. It's my self-image. I think I'm a God. I think I'm a king. So since I think that way, that's how I portray my personality on the planet. But the question is, how did I get here? Well, it's quite simple. Okay? Listen. It's quite simple. What I used to do, still do now, when I would take a shower, go take a shower, okay? You know, when you take a shower, you know, you wipe, you know, wash your body, wipe your legs, your butt, your chest, your stomach, your hair, your face, whatever. And I know some of you, you, you take that towel, you dry off in the shower, not me. I get out the shower butt naked, water all over the floor. Any woman I've ever dated knows exactly what I'm talking about, right? Water everywhere. 
You'd think it was a flood in that goddamn restroom, right? I come out, I'm 220 pounds of solid, chocolate, fine muscle, coming out that shower. And I look at myself in that mirror, butt naked. And I begin to talk to myself. And I tell myself, I say, Wesley Virgin, you're intelligent, you, you're great. You earn $10 million a month. You're a badass, you're a lion, you're a wolf, you're a beast. Everything that you do turns to gold. For five minutes, I'm talking to myself, okay? I still do this today, butt naked. I'll take the towel to dry my body. I'm drying my body off as I'm looking at myself, talking to myself, telling myself who I am. See, many of you, you don't know who you are yet. That's why you lack confidence. If I say, who are you? I want everybody to comment below. Who are you? Who do you think you are? Comment below. First word to come to your mind, comment below. Who are you? Some of you are going to say your name. <clears throat> Some of you are going to say your profession. Who are you? I want everybody to comment below. The first word that comes to your mind, who are you? Come on. And I want you to look at the comments of what people think they are. Whoever you are is who you become. Yeah. Whoever you are is who you will eventually become. So, <clears throat> that's what I would do. Still do it to today. As a matter of fact, I just did it, what, 20 minutes ago. So I worked out with my son, took a shower, butt naked, of course, water all over the floor. Thank God for my maid. Thank God for my housekeepers. Looked at myself, butt naked, no clothes, so what? Took that towel, drying the body. And I'm talking to myself, saying, Wesley, you are, Wesley, you are incredible. Wesley, I'm so proud of you. Wesley, you are a king. You are God. Wesley, you're changing the lives of hundreds and hundreds of millions, if not billions of people. Wesley, you're on your plane every single freaking week, traveling the world, speaking to millions of people and audiences around the world. Oh, my God. You're incredible. You're God sent, Wes. Sheesh. Every day. This is what builds your confidence, folks. That's it. You may say, that's just too simple. Well, you got to think about well, how is confidence built? How, how do you think certain people have confidence? Because certain people was told great things about themselves. My children, they have confidence. Why? Because I am an intellectual father. I told them when they were young how great they were and how awesome they are and how they're just so smart and how they're just so great, so beautiful, so handsome, so incredible. My God. So imagine doing that to your children for like 15, 16, 17 years. Telling them exactly who they would eventually become. Make sense?
So the point is, is that the words that either you get from your environment or you get from yourself builds your confidence. That's it. That's just how it works. Just think about the people, like when you went to school, high school, college, think about the people that were popular. You may say they had a lot of confidence because people liked them. And people praised these people, like good-looking people or people that were smart in school or athletes. They appear to have a lot of confidence because people praise them. So now they know how great they are. They know how beautiful. They know how handsome. They know, they know, they know because they've been told. Imagine if you were told that you were great, that you're a god, that you can do anything, that you're powerful when you were six and seven years old. Imagine if you heard that every day, that you're incredible, that you're the best ever, that you're different, that you're a leader. Imagine. Imagine who you would be. Okay? But if you were like me, you didn't get that. You didn't have that opportunity because your parents didn't know any better. <clears throat> your, mar- your parents didn't know to call you a god or a goddess. Your parents didn't tell you that you're incredible, that you're a leader, that you're outstanding, that you're exceptional, that you're amazing every day of your life. It didn't happen to me. So it wasn't so the thing that wasn't built when I was young, I had to build as an adult. And that's what you got to do. Because you need confidence to run a business. You need confidence to direct and lead a, a, a relationship men. You need confidence to go to the gym every single day. You need confidence to deal with people and sell people and deal with your customers. You need confidence to stand in front of people and speak to them properly. Hello? You need it. You need confidence when you're at that job interview. Okay? You need confidence when you're negotiating a good deal, a great deal for you and your company. Okay? Which means is you have to do it for yourself. So what we're going to do tonight is this. It's going to be interactive. Okay? We're going to do it tonight. I want you to comment below everything that you wanted to hear when you were a child. Ten things. Whatever that thing was, I went through this process as well. Everything you wanted your mama, your daddy, your grandmama, your auntie, your uncle, your stepmama, your stepdaddy, even your man or your woman to say to you, I want you to write it down below. So if you wanted somebody to say you are beautiful, I want you to say, I am beautiful. If you wanted someone to tell you that you were smart, I want you to say, I am smart. If you wanted someone to tell you that you were rich, say, I am rich. I'm a millionaire. Start now. Ten things, everybody. It's 90 of you. I want you to come in 10 things that you wish you heard on a daily basis. Because that, that, listen, that not only builds your confidence, it builds your belief in you. Okay? Hit the, hit the like button if that makes sense to you. Share this if this is making sense to you. I want you to come at everything that you would like to hear about yourself on a daily basis here. 
Do you understand some people hear I am sexy every day? Somebody say, oh, you sexy, you sexy. Do you know somebody on the planet say, oh, you're rich, you're smart, you're intelligent. You know, people hear, some people hear that every single day. And you know who they hear it from? Themselves. Themselves. Okay. Themselves. <clears throat> That's how you build the confidence. You tell yourself exactly what you want to believe about yourself. This is called altering your identity, ladies and gentlemen. The current identity or the current man or woman that you are, you're not so, you don't like that person. It's not the person that you want to continue to be to navigate the planet. Which means is you got to alter your identity. How do you do that? Tell yourself exactly the person that you want to be daily. I did it every day. I'm loving. I'm compassionate. I'm ferocious. I'm a savage. I always get what I want. Like I would say this stuff over and over for years. Okay. I said it for years. <clears throat> Repetition is the mother of skill. I want everybody to write that down for a second. I want you to stop for a second and think. Repetition is the mother of skill. Write that down. Repetition is the mother of skill. Write that down, please. Repetition is the mother of skill. Repetition is the mother of skill. Repetition is the mother of skill. Everything that we're doing right now, when I ask you to write down the 10 things, now guess what we're going to do again? We're going to repeat that process. Why? Because repetition is the mother of skill, the mother of getting better, the mother of perfecting something. So I want you to write it down again. 10 things that you would like to hear about yourself on a daily basis. 10 things that you would like to hear every day about yourself. Okay? Comment below. I'm looking at the comments now. <clears throat> Somebody said, I am love. I am a sexy-ass black man. Okay. I am beautiful. I am strong. I am wealthy. I am fearless. I am protected. I am provided for. I am safe. I am courageous. You're a boss. I am strong. Now, imagine if you would tell yourself every day, when you, every night, morning, when you get out the shower, butt naked, and look at yourself in the mirror, and say these words about yourself for five minutes. 
You'll be a totally different person after 90 days. You will be a totally different person after 90 days. Okay? I love it. Because these are these are how beliefs are created, folks. You know, you ever wanted to know how you create a belief? You create a belief by your environment, by authority figures, parents, professors. But what I want you to know too, because we wasn't taught this, unfortunately, that you can create your own beliefs about yourself as well. You don't need someone to tell you that you're beautiful. You, need, you don't need anyone to tell you that you're handsome, that you're smart, that you're intelligent, that you're great, that you're amazing, that you're powerful, that you're a lion, that you're a king, that you're a god, that you're a goddess. You don't need anybody to tell you that. The only person that you need and that's required to tell you that type of information is yourself. That's it. Tell yourself. It works. It works the same way if, if somebody else. And you know what I've learned? The more you say it about yourself, then other people start saying about you as well. I remember when I first started calling myself Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin. Now people call me Billion Dollar Virgin or just Billion Dollar. I remember when I started calling myself King. Now people call me King West. I remember the first time I told women to call me Daddy. Women call me Daddy all day long. Make sense? But I had to believe it first for myself. Are you with me? I had to believe it for myself first. Whatever you're trying to get other people to believe, you got to believe it for yourself. I'm a king forever. Everybody knows me as a king, period. What's up, king? That's what they say. King, King West. Is that Wesley Million? Is that Wesley Billion? People never say, is that Wesley Virgin? No, they say, is that Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin? Wait, is that Wesley Million Dollar Virgin? So think about how many times I've said that. Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin. That's how people refer to me. Get it? Any questions for me? If you got value, come to where value below, please. Smash the like button. Smash the share button. If you would like me to post it so you can listen to it again via my podcast on Spotify, Amazon Music, or Apple Podcasts, please share this out if you don't mind. Please hit the love button. Comment below that you got value. At this time here, I would like to answer any questions here for you. But that's how you build confidence. That's it. It's that simple. It's not chess, folks. It's checkers. Just do it. Before you're skeptical, before you think it won't work, do it. Tell yourself every single day exactly who you are. Tell yourself every day all the comments that you would like to hear about yourself, all the compliments that you would like to hear. Just tell yourself every day, five minutes a day, out the shower, butt naked, drying yourself off. Tell yourself over and over again and watch what happens. Okay. Questions for me, folks. I want to take the next five minutes to answer any questions for you before I let you go here. Questions. How's your throat? You sound fine. I do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm just kidding. Toya, I'm feeling good. I am. <clears throat> I'm feeling good. I took some medicine. I'm feeling great. Went to the eye doctor today. And now 
I realize I need reading glasses. Hallelujah! It's all good. I don't mind. So what? Whatever it takes. When I'm looking at my money, I need to see my money properly. Okay? <laughs> What's next, folks? Any questions for me here? Uh, Wes, can you buy someone copyrights from them? Yeah, sure. I love it, Devin. Questions here. Uh, I do appreciate you guys. I know you care about my health so much. You know, that's, that brings a tear to my eye, a little teardrop. It feels good to have people to care about you. I don't mind, but I do appreciate you. Can you share an example of a creative way to pinpoint my audience? Your audience for what? Got to be a bit more specific. How do you scale strategically on business? Well, what are you scaling? Depends on, like, right now we're scaling on Facebook. We're running ads. But you got to give me more context. Wesley, what do you recommend people that want to be a millionaire to do as they, as they wake up? James, you always ask the same question, man. Did you dream your reality first before you got the reality you currently have? Yeah, I visualized it, not dreamed it. I visualized it. Like, I meditate a lot. I meditate two to three times a day. So doing my meditation, I would visualize exactly the life that I have here today. I talk about that in my course, The Genie Script. Go to my bio and Instagram to get access to it. Okay, now. What question did you ask a millionaire when you were broke? Honestly, I didn't have an opportunity to have any mentors. That's why I do this for you. Because I didn't have a millionaire mentor, so I couldn't ask any questions, honestly. How do you turn around a negative situation and still hold your confidence? So understand, even what you call a negative situation, it's just a situation that you have unfairly labeled. Like Just because your car breaks down doesn't mean it's negative. Just because you invest $5,000 and don't reap any return doesn't mean it's negative. You get it? It doesn't mean it's negative. You made it mean that. You know, car broke down. Oh, my God, why did this happen to me? I ain't going to get to work. I invested my money in this company. They screwed me over. They scammed. No, no, no. That's you. You're putting a meaning on it. So what I do when so-called negative things happen, I put a positive meaning on it. So if my car broke down, I say, oh, thank God my car broke down. It probably prevented me from having an accident down the road. Oh, I just spent $100,000 and I haven't got my money back. You know, it was a learning lesson. Thank God it wasn't $2 million. <laughs> you get it? So it's something that's called reframe. It's in NLP. Reframe it. Reframe it to work in your benefit. That's the great thing. See, that's the power of the mind because you can reframe anything, honestly. Like anything that happens to you that's negative, you can just reframe it. I can't pay my bills. Well, I can't pay my bills, but I'll be able to pay my bills next month. It's all good. Maybe I can't pay my bills right now, but I'll, be, I'll find a way. <laughs> uh, excuse me. Does that make sense? Just reframe it. Practice doing that. When you visualize a lot, does it work like deja vu? Um, I have deja vu sometimes, but I wouldn't rely on deja vu as it relates to manifestation, but... Yeah, if you visualize, well, the thing about visualization, <clears throat> when you visualize an experience that you want to take place in your life, 
I'll be honest with you folks. I do it all the time. Like I, I can't even manifest a woman. Like I wrote a perfect woman down and she showed up and it, it really works. I mean, it just, it's crazy because what's happening is, I mean, I've, I've did, I, I can tell you things that just blow your mind. The things I did with visualization, what I do is I create the experience in my mind of what I want the outcome to be. Uh, I give you that like with a woman, if I want her, I just picture the outcome. Like I say, if I want to sleep with her, if I want to be with her, I want to take her out. I want her to do whatever I want her to do. I mean, I just picture everything in the mind. Same thing with a business. Like with my companies, I just picture hundreds of thousand dollars coming in every single day into my bank account. Get an email, say, I got another deposit, 200000 Like I would just picture this stuff. It, it works. See, what, what happens is the more you picture it in the mind, because the mind doesn't know that this is not an actual experience. You got to really understand that. Like, excuse me, your mind, when you, when you daydream or you picture things in your mind, your mind doesn't know that that's not real. That's why we get afraid when we go to the movies, right? That's not real. It's fake. That's why you get mad at the little white girl that's going through the little dark hole. Oh, don't go down there. But it's not, it's not real, guys. You know, I was watching a movie tonight with someone, and <laughs> you know what's so funny? She was screaming at the movie. She's like, "Why? Why are they? Do Why are you doing that?" <laughs> it's, it's not real. It's fake, right? But we still, because you have to understand, the brain doesn't know. Do you get it? Like your brain does not know that it's watching a movie. It feels that's actually in the experience. That's why we're able to think about sad things. If I say, you know, think about something sad. Think about somebody that died. Think about someone that has cancer. Just by thinking about it, you can just start crying. You can think about a heartbreak and just start crying. Isn't that crazy? But it's not even happening. But your mind feels that that moment is real, even though it happened five years ago, six months ago. You get it? I know I just dropped a gym. I mean, do you get that? There's some powerful stuff, folks, once you understand how the mind works. This is what I teach in the course. Your mind doesn't know that it's not real. You get it? Which means is how you do this effectively, you can just start creating whatever you want and start thinking about whatever you want in the mind. You know who do this great or greatly? Children. They can create any type of experience. They can be a police officer. They can be a little princess. And they really think they are that. Because they have nothing unconsciously telling them that it's not. But I'm saying you could do the same thing about your life. You could just start visualizing a different experience. That's what I did. And it happened. I said, you know what? I'm in my penthouse. I'm looking at the at my window. I'm looking at my feet. I'm laying on my ten thousand dollar comfortable Tempur-Pedic bed. I got my weighted blanket on my body, feeling good. And now, look at now, it happened. What I want you to understand, like, I I pictured this stuff in the mind. I was just thinking about it. I was just using my imagination several times a day in meditation. 
just creating and thinking about this life that I was going to have. But my mind thought I was actually already living it. You get it? The more I would think about it, my mind was thinking that I was actually living that life. See, some of you might say, I'm going to prove it to you. You know when you have to do something, but you're like unsure. And you're like, man, I hope this works out. Oh, man, it's probably not going to work out. It never works out for me. Like what you don't realize that you're picturing it not working out. Oh, I can't get that job. I'm not good enough. Okay. Like you picture yourself going to an interview and failing. Oh, I'm going to take that test. I'm not going to do well. I, I knew it. I know. I didn't study. I, I'm not going to do well. Like you've already pictured yourself failing. Get it? It happens fast in the mind. Many of you are just self-sabotaging yourself because you don't know how your brain works. Stay with Wesley Virgin. Listen to him. He knows best. Why? Because he has the results. Everything in my life was a picture in the mind first. Everything. And I'm not the only one that talks this way. Kanye West. Uh, you know who understands it very well? Kanye West. He understands the process of manifestation, I think, better than anybody I've ever met. Because this man has been through so much. But anything that he says that's going to happen, it doesn't matter what's going on in his life. It could be bankruptcy, breaking up with his wife, Kim, going to the mental house, whatever. This man, whatever he speaks, he doesn't even, like, he doesn't even concern himself with negativity. He just knows whatever he says out of his mouth, he's going to do it. And he became one of the greatest rappers of all time, artists. He became one of the greatest designers of all time. Yeezys, hello, you ever wore those? Yeah, he created that. Building out a company. A partnership with Adidas. This man dominated clothes. I mean, he's just going to any, he's just going to any industry that he wants. Because he understands the power of manifestation. He just understands that. He, you know what he says in the interview? He says, you know, his mama told him that anything that he wants, he can have. <coughs> and he just believed it. He just believed it. Anything that he wants, he can have. So imagine if your parents told you that. Anything you want, you can really have. Anything. It doesn't matter what it is. No matter what people say. No matter the richest, smartest people say, if you want it, you can have it. Get it? So you have access to the power as well. Okay, any questions for me? More questions here. And thanks for the likes and shares. I see you guys sharing this now. Thank you. I see some of you hitting the love button. Thank you for that as well. So lets me know that you appreciate the value that I'm sharing with you. Knowing my top and bottom line. Let me see questions here. I'm looking. Any more questions for me? If I missed your question, please comment again below. <sighs> Any questions here? Talk to me. Don't be afraid. Do you eat breakfast and before bed? Uh, Sometimes I eat breakfast. Not all the time. Um, do I eat before bed? Absolutely. You're welcome, Lisa. You're welcome, Goppy, man. How fast can someone make... Oh, God, I'm not going to listen to this guy. James, I'm going to block you, brother. 
Can you mentor me? This is mentorship right here. Ask your question. How do I scale effectively in a private chef catering business? So when you say scale, what do you mean? Do you want to be a virtual chef, which means you create virtual products? Or do you want to be a chef that you just cook for everybody or you cook for a certain type of people? Or do you want to hire staff? So what's your outcome? Would you consider yourself an extremist as it relates to what? I have trouble to imagine the good things. How do I do it? Keep trying, sweetheart. How did you learn how to walk? You had trouble walking as a kid, but now you're walking, correct? So it's the same process. Repetition is the mother of skill. Continue to imagine. What I tell people to do, if you have issues like seeing images, start with images like a picture of your mama's face. The picture of your kid's face. Like, you close your eyes and think about your child. Most of us could see our child. We could see our, our father, our mother, our grandparents. So you start there and then move to other things. If you're able to picture their faces, then you know that you can picture them. But what's more important about the visualization process is just how you feel. When you think about your children, you feel good. You love them, right? So that's a loving feeling. And a more advanced technique is you could take a loving feeling uh, and associate it to something different. Like you could think about your kids, and at the same time you're thinking that love, you could think about millions of dollars coming into your bank account right now. You could think about buying every product that Wesley puts on the marketplace. You could think about going through my courses. You can think about being able to retire your parents. You can think about vacation around the world. Make sense? Because I started the feeling with love, which I thought about my children. I thought about my parents. It's a trigger. Get it? The important part of using your imagination, of visualization, is just feeling. You're trying to get a feeling, right? You're trying to feel a certain way. So think, feel, or think about somebody you love. Automatically, you'll feel loving. The next thought should be something that you want to bring in your life. When you was broke, how long before you made a dollar online? Maybe like six, seven years. Do you recommend using a traditional savings account? <clears throat> I don't have a saving account. I don't believe in saving money. I believe in money needs to be working. Money needs to be making me money or money needs to be allocated to buy more stuff that I don't need, such as private jets, boats, houses, uh, clothes, shoes, tennis shoes, dress shoes, vacations, five-star hotels, first-class flights, uh, buying my boo stuff, right? buying my family stuff, just spending money on them, spoiling them. Yeah, you get it? I don't save money because I don't know what I'll be saving for. Did you ever see signs that you were on the right path when you were manifesting your future? Um, yeah, the signs were failure. Like the more I would fail, I knew I was on the right track. Before, I didn't know that, but I had the opportunity to... I was at a seminar in town, talked to this guy that's making a million. And I said, man, I'm failing over and over again, man. What's going on? He said, that's a sign that you're winning. That's what he told me. He said, if you're failing at everything, that means that's a sign that you're on the right track. Because the people that win fail tremendously. I thought you had several accounts. I do, but I don't have savings accounts. Yeah, I have several accounts, of course. 
Do you ever use your money to buy items that you don't that you do need? That you do need. Um, yeah, deodorant, soap, facial products, food. <laughs> For taking my boo on vacation. <laughs> What's next? Um, yeah, and I think I did a rant before, folks. You can find it on my Spotify podcast about money, about leaving money in the bank. I mean, you shouldn't put too much money in the bank, honestly, because it's not making any money. Oh, congratulations, Chris. You just bought a brand new car. Will God test you before your blessings come? I don't believe that. Let's talk about God testing you. You know, maybe I'll do a rant dedicated to this, but I'll just give you the brevity of it. Listen, God don't test anybody. You know, when people say pastors and preachers, God is test. Think about it for us. Be rational. Why would God test you? You think God is in heaven or wherever he is sending tests to people? Come on. If we if we say that God already knows everything, then why would God test us? No. Whatever you're going through in your life is a creation of what you have done. Right? See, when you believe that God is testing you, what you're doing is refuting responsibility. Because you say, oh, well, God just put me through a test. That's why I'm going through this, this hard time right now. No, you're going through the tough time financially because of your inability to manage your money. Well, I got a broken heart right now. You know, oh, no God, nobody likes me. I'm, I'm lonely, blah, blah, blah. You know, maybe God's testing me. No. You know, maybe just like, like women, maybe your attitude is screwed up. You know, I don't want to be, be around you. Maybe you don't have a pleasing attitude. Man, maybe because you're just broke. Man, maybe because you're just not physically attracted. You need to work on your physical attraction. Man, maybe because you don't communicate well. Man, man, maybe because you just lack emotional intelligence. Make sense? Maybe that's the reason. It's not because God, God testing you. <laughs> God don't test people, folks. Okay, if, if a God exists, he's not in the sky testing people and putting people through shit. People put people through shit. They put themselves through it. Whatever shit you're going through right now is based off your decisions. Your decisions is creating the outcome that's taking place in your life. It's obvious. But if I say God tested me, then I don't take responsibility. I was like, well, it's not me. It's God's test. You know, that's why this happened. No. It's you. And it's all you. And it will always be you. I don't care what you say. It's always going to be you. Okay. Do you ever test anyone or has anyone tested you? Like, what do you mean? What's up with this test? Like, why would I test people? Test them for what? You mean like relationships or in a business? No, I don't. I don't need to test anybody. Like, I'm a, I'm like, listen, what you see is what you get with me, honestly. I don't need to test anybody for anything. And if somebody's testing me, they're wasting their time. I wouldn't even know if they're testing me for what? Because I don't like people like that, honestly. <laughs> I love people, but I don't like them as much like I care about what they think about me or how they're testing me. What about when things happen that's out of your control, like a loss of job, sickness? How would you identify that? Yeah, listen, if you lost a job, <clears throat> obviously it's something that you did do or something that you didn't do. And I don't care. You might say, oh, no, they're racist. 
no, I did everything right. Obviously, you didn't. So do you think God is saying, you know what? Let me put some iniquities and some pain in this person's life on a Monday morning and let me make the the boss to uh, terminate her. What? You think that's what God doing? Are you insane? Well, let me see if she really appreciates that job. Let me take it from her. Well, why? No, it's you. Okay? As far as illness, sickness, usually, not all the time, but I think 99% of most illnesses is self-inflicted. Something that you're doing or that you're not doing. You're just not paying attention or you just lack education as it relates to food and your quality of life. Okay? Make sense? What's next here? I can't say that because if someone has a job loss with something like having a sick child sickness himself, it may be a test. No. Listen, if you have a sick child and you miss days of work and they terminate you, well, all that means is you chose to spend time with the sick child would cause you to miss days. It is still your decision. Does that make sense? It is some people that even though they have a sick child, they still find a way to go to work. You got to realize that. See, a lot of you, you generalize your life. You're like, well, I had a sick child and I, I couldn't, I lost my job because I had to take care of the sick child. Yeah, but it's somebody just like you that chose to still do their job with a sick child. Does that make sense? It's your decisions. That's what you don't understand. It's your decisions. Okay, you may think your decisions are rational. You might say, well, if, if anybody's child's sick, you got to take care of you got no. And some people, they'll find somebody to take care of the child because they got to go work. That's more important. They need money. They get the grandparents. They get the mom. They get a nanny. They find a way. Make sense? They just make a different decision. Most people, of course, they're going to stay at home with their child. They're not going to go to work. They may lose their job. Okay, so that's why 97% of people are average or poor, broke. Right? It's a huge percentage. Because they all think the same. Get it? But there are some people that think differently. Hey, Demario, how are you? What's the next set of questions for me? Thanks, Chris. Any more questions before I let you go? It's time for me to roll out. Let's talk about it. Let's make it relevant, put it in layman terms about what? I'm always willing to put what I speak about in layman's terms. I'm talking about third grader can understand it. You just let me know what you want to know, and I'll break it down to you. I'll paint a picture for you. i give you a metaphor or an analogy so you get it. I'm great at that. That's my superpower, okay? Have you ever had to get your hands dirty? What does that mean? Hands dirty? Yeah, I mean, I just wash them when they're dirty. My hands have been dirty before. I just wash them. How can someone bring value to your team? You could be a salesperson or you could be a setter. Do you think positive self-talk tapes help? Absolutely. I used to listen to this positive self-talk tapes every day, every night. 
where to invest our money? <clears throat> well, if you got a little bit of money, you can start investing your money into index funds that gives out dividends. That's what I'm going to start doing. I'm going to start doing the dividend funds now. Because what I'm going to do is put like $20, $30 million in a dividend fund. They give me about 10% every three months, two months. I don't know. I got to do some research. But yeah, the key is to have the money fund your lifestyle. Like think about it for a second. And I, I've, done, I've done the math on this, right? So if I had $50 million cash and I put in several funds, mutual funds, and say the average is 10% per year. What's 10% of 50 million? Huh? 5 million. That means I make $5 million a year, which is 500,000 every single month. You get it? So let's say 50 million is too big. Say 10 million. Say if you're able to get $10 million, you put it in a mutual fund, index fund. Same thing in 10% a year. It's the average earnings. That's a million dollars a year. So that's a hundred thousand, just ten million dollars sitting there doing nothing, <clears throat> and because of the market, right? And I know you're thinking about crashes. Crashes happen about every ten years. You're good, and when it crashes, you just hold the money. You don't touch it because it's gonna reset itself. It always does. It has to. But if you have ten million dollars. <clears throat> that's a million dollars a year, 100000 a month. Now you may say, oh, that's too much. Let's go to a million dollars then. How about a million? Take a million dollars, you put it in a fund that gives you 10% every single year of a million. That's $100,000. That's 10000 a month. That's like free money. That's money coming to you every freaking month. Get it? What I'm going to do is I'm going to have my income as far as my index funds and stuff like that, my investments in my brokerage accounts, they pay me out a million dollars a month. So that means I need to have like a hundred million dollars. You get it? Because I think I can do well. A million dollars a month, I can live and die off that, no problem. I mean, I'm going to make more than it, but a million dollars just coming in and residual income is pretty good. That's why you have people that sell companies for a billion Say if I sell a company for four billion, I gotta pay two billion in tax. I got two billion. Just say I got one billion left. I just take a hundred million dollars and I put it in the freaking brokerage accounts, or even five hundred million. Like I don't want hundreds of millions of dollars in a bank account. The bank is gonna play with my money and make more money than me. So I take five hundred million dollars, put it into the freaking brokerage account. And you may say, "Oh man, how are you gonna make five? Listen, like you know, I, I'm, I'm gonna tell you how I'm gonna do it. You know, I'm gonna tell you guys how I'm gonna make." Like 500 to a billion dollars. You want to know? I'm going to tell you right now. It's going to take me probably a year to, uh, for it to be where it needs to be. Check it out. Right now, I'm building an app. I understand what's important about building an app is about customer acquisition and how many customers do you have using the app. It's just like Facebook, MySpace, whatever. Right? It's going to cost me less than 100000 to build an app because of all the building whistles is going to add on. The better version is about 12000 but it's, I'm probably going to spend 100000 Okay. Now listen. Now you may be thinking, well, how many users do you need to have for a company to buy it? A couple of million. A couple of million, man. That's it. Okay. 
which means it'll matter how long it takes. Now, I got a lot of money, so I can spend a lot of money on ads to get a lot of people in, right? And I'm really good at, I'm really great at marketing. So say if I get a million users using my app consecutively, consistently, a million coming in, using my app every day, five to 10,000 new people sign up every single day to the app. I'll sell it. That, I mean, that's a billion dollar company. Why? Because there's so many ways you can monetize it. Because it's all about data. That's it. Like if you ever want to make a billion dollars, it's all about data. Data is people. So like Facebook, it wasn't so like Instagram. The reason why Facebook bought Instagram because it had data. Data is you. It has you and your information. And you use it all the time so they can market to you. It's like TV. Right? So wherever the people are, they want access to that because it's advertisement dollars for them. Make sense? So that's how I make 500 to a, a, a billion dollars. And all I need is 500 because I take 450 million of it and I put it in the freaking index fund. That's what I'm going to do. You'll see before, 50, before I turn 50, I'll do this. Put like $450 million, mutual funds, index funds, brokerage accounts, whatever, dividend accounts. And what's 10% of four, four, 400 million? It's 40 million a year. So I'm guaranteed to make 40 million a year minimum every year if I don't make any money outside of any other business. Just make that amount of money. You get it? So say if it took 10 years to do that, so what? Honestly, if you get a million dollars in your bank account and move it to a brokerage account and get, and I say 10%, but some, they bring in like 20% sometime. You get 10, 20% of that, a million, that's 200,000 a year. Guaranteed that's going to come into that account every single year that you can use if you want to. You get it? So say if it took you 10 years to bring in a million dollars. Okay. Well, that's $10,000 a month for the rest of your life at a minimum. Just by having a million dollars in the account. Okay. All right, what's next, folks? You see why I live such an easy life? Because I have a few million dollars in my brokerage account. So when I buy a car, it's from that. And honestly... I'm going to get that bad boy up to like 30, 40 million fast. You see, and money, honestly, it's, just, it's so easy, folks. Like money is easy. Just accumulate it. You just don't, you're not smart about it. Accumulate the money, put it in the mutual fund or a dividend stock. Do your research. It's not hard. Just search it in Google. Listen to investor people on the internet. That's what I did. And it worked. And I make money every day. It just comes in. Because it's in a brokerage account, not the banks. So I have a lot of excess money. You get it? <clears throat> What's next here? Wesley, this is my first live rant. What's the difference between affirmation and declarations to you? They're pretty much the same, Nubian. All right, folks, I'm going to go ahead and let you go. Thank you so much for joining me here tonight. Uh, smash the like button. Share this if you want to share because you got value. Like this because if you like this, go ahead and show me some love in the comments below or just hit the like button or share it as well. Just let me know that you appreciate it. I'm going to post this for you. 
And I do appreciate if you come back to the live and leave a comment on what you've learned and maybe 10 more things that you would like to know about yourself or that you'd like to hear about yourself. Just comment to the video. Like when you do homework, actually comment below. I read every comment. Maybe I don't respond, but I do read every comment on every post on these podcasts here. So when I post it via Instagram, leave a comment. I will read it. Okay? So I love you. I appreciate you. I'll see you soon. This is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin. Much love and let's go.